Nothing But Old 45s. Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Old 45s. I'm your host, Larry Kratka, and every show is designed to bring you the very best hit records from the 1970s through the 1990s. You'll hear rock and roll, soul, and maybe a few country crossover hits every now and then. <laughs> you never know. I'll be playing both 45 RPM records and some album tracks, and you may actually hear a few scratches on some of those records from time to time. I'll also be giving you a little information about the songs and artists, plus a little bit of music trivia every so often. So, let's get going. Let's get to work.
Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Old 45s. And you and I are going to have some fun with this show. <laughs> that was J.D. Souther and his number seven hit from 1979, You're Only Lonely. It was one of three top 40 hits the Detroit, Michigan singer-songwriter had between 1974 and 1981. In fact, in 1981, he teamed up with James Taylor for their hit record, Her Town 2. J.D. Souther also co-wrote some of the biggest songs for other artists, including the Eagles, and recorded several duets with the legendary Linda Ronstadt. I opened the set with Robert Palmer and his first hit record in the United States, Every Kind of People, which landed at number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart in 1978. Fast forward 14 years later, and he re-recorded it without the heavy bass guitar hook. He replaced that with an acoustic guitar, making it a sort of unplugged version of Every Kind of People. Well, I've listened to both, and you can't really tell much difference. Nothing but old 45s flashing back. 1982. WTBR.
that is Duran Duran and their number one hit from 1984, The Reflex. It was one of 17 top 40 hits the British group would have in a 10-year period between 1983 and 1993. Duran Duran was real popular around the world with 14 singles in the top 10 of the UK singles chart alone. Over the set with Men at Work and their very first hit record in the United States, Who Can It Be Now?, which landed at a solid number one for the Australian group during the summer of 1982. In fact, Men at Work was the first Australian group to have both a number one hit album and a number one hit single in the United States at the same time. Nothing but old 45s. Twin Sin. In August of 2018, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, passed away at the age of 76. Here's two of her biggest hits.
tribute to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, who passed away in August of 2018. You just heard her number eight hit from 1967, A Natural Woman. The song was co-written by Carol King and Jerry Goffin for Aretha Franklin, who sang the song at the 2015 Kennedy Center Honors to award winner Carol King. I'll the set with what has to be Aretha Franklin's signature song. Respect. The song hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1967 and number one for eight weeks on the Billboard R&B chart. Respect was originally written by Otis Redding and is considered by some as one of the best songs of the rhythm and blues era. Both songs you just heard were also used on the original version of Murphy Brown on CBS in the late 1980s. Nothing but old 45s.
now there's a song you may remember from the soundtrack of the hit movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Somebody's Baby from Jackson Brown. The song hit a solid number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart for Jackson Brown in 1982, while the movie became a comedy classic. Jackson Brown was what some folks call an army brat. He was born in Germany to a U.S. serviceman and his wife and raised in the Los Angeles area. Speaking of Los Angeles, I opened the set with a familiar sound of the Eagles and one of their many, many hits we know and love, Already Gone. The Eagles formed in Los Angeles in 1971 and hit the U.S. record charts and radio stations a year later in 72. They've been part of our lives ever since. And along the way, they picked up five number one hits in the United States, and their albums are still selling. Well, we've reached a halfway point in this edition of Nothing But Old 45s. I'm going to grab a beverage or two, and we'll see you on the other side. We'll be right back on Nothing But Old 45s. Hear that? That's the sound of safety and the sound of your family's belongings staying where they belong. In times like these, it's important to know how to protect your home, your family, and your valuables. A good strong lock on a solid door and frame can make a huge difference. Most burglars will spend no longer than a minute trying to break in. That's only as long as this radio announcement. Remember to lock your doors and windows. Even the best locks can't protect you unless you use them. Install bright outdoor lighting. If you have an alarm system, use it and post signs that say your home has an alarm. Trim bushes and trees so your house is clearly visible to your neighbors and your street. If you ever return home to find that someone has broken in, do not enter. Call the police immediately. To learn more on how to keep your home and family safe, visit ncpc.org. That's ncpc.org. Let's all work together to keep our homes safe and sound. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. I knew I was stuck at this kid's house for the night, but those guys snuck up on me to try and pull the hand in a bowl of warm water trick. Well, that was enough for me. I went downstairs to sleep in the basement, even though it was pitch black. I left my sleeping bag upstairs, and that was a mistake, because it was freezing. I think it was probably the longest night of my life. To read more about the sleepover, check out Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Straw by Jeff Kenny. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library. And visit read.gov, brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. What is ham radio? It's the most fun you can have with the radio. It's a way to talk to people around the world or even orbiting the world, to send email without internet connection, to experiment with electronics or computerized digital communications, to see how many countries you can contact in just one weekend, or just open the door to new friendships to the more than 2,000 amateur radio clubs throughout the country. Want to join us? Go to www.emergencyradio.org. We're the ARRL. We'll show you how. www.emergencyradio.org. WTBR. Nothing but old 45s flashing back. 
That's a group called the Jets. And their number four hit from 1988, Make It Real. The Jets were a family group from Minneapolis, Minnesota, who racked up six top 40 hits in the United States in a two-year period from 1986 through 1988. Not bad. They actually started performing as a family band back in 1977. I open the set with a group who is probably the only group I've ever heard of to have a Grammy Award taken away from them, Millie Vanilli. I played Girl, You Know It's True, which hit number two in 1989. It was from their 1989 debut album. But after the LA Times published a report that Rob Pilatus and Fab Morvan did not do their own singing on that album, the record company dropped the album from their roster and the 1990 Grammy Award for the Best New Artist was revoked. Taking you back to 1977. 
There's a couple of classic hits I just had to play on this edition of Nothing But Old 45s. That was a super group from England, Super Tramp. And their number 10 hit from 1979, Take the Long Way Home. It was one of nine top 40 hits the British group had in the United States between 1975 and 1985. And it was the fourth hit single from Supertramp's monster hit album, Breakfast in America. Now, I remember opening that album up when I was a music director at an FM station in Florida, and I couldn't believe how good it was. It was that good then, and it's that good now. I opened the set with another classic hit, Kansas, and their 1977 hit, The Point of No Return. Kansas blasted upon our radios in early 1977 and just kept on cranking out fantastic albums. Now, like Supertramp, they had a totally different sound to them, and music programmers at radio stations couldn't get enough of Kansas. Well, apparently, neither could their listeners. And by the way, both Supertramp and Kansas albums continue to sell to a whole new generation. WTBR. Well, it seems I have time for a couple more classic hit records to play on this edition of Nothing But Old 45. So let's kick it off on turntable number one with Scandal and Patty Smythe and something from 1982.
Number 17 hit, JoJo. The Canton, Ohio singer-songwriter produced a lot of hit singles and albums over the years and was hot on the record charts between 1976 and 1988. He also had some pretty nifty collaborations over the years. For instance, guitar work on JoJo that you just heard was provided by Ray Parker Jr. That's the guy who did the Ghostbusters hit record in 1988. 84. I open the set with Goodbye to You from Scandal featuring Patti Smythe. A pretty good way to end this edition of Nothing But Old 45s on this amazing radio station. And by the way, back in 1982, Patti Smythe and Scandal had a video where it showed Patti Smythe in a bright red dress blasting out the lyrics to that song. I know. I looked it up on YouTube. Hey, this has been a fun show. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Nothing But Old 45s. I'm Larry Crafter, your host. Give us a like on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, take care. Nothing But Old 45s, Classic Rock Hits. Welcome to Nothing But Old 45s featuring classic rock hits you'll be sure to remember. I'm Larry Kratka, and I'll be playing some rock songs you would probably hear on underground FM stations back in the late 60s, throughout the 70s, and even the 1980s. Now, many of the songs you'll hear were pretty big hits for some well-known groups, but you'll also be hearing a lot of rock songs that were not big hits at all. So turn up the volume, because here comes the next edition of Nothing But Old 45's Classic Rock Hits.
Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Old 45's Classic Rock Hits with a couple of great songs. That was ACDC and something they did back in 1986, Who Made Who? The hard rockin' song made it to number 23 on the Billboard mainstream rock chart back then, and it was featured in the Stephen King movie Maximum Overdrive. That was the movie where machines took over the world for a while. You know, lawnmowers ran by themselves, tractor-trailer trucks were going nuts at truck stops. Anyway, the song has been featured on many ACDC compilation albums and performed at ACDC concerts around the world. I'll open the set with the Doobie Brothers and something off their 1972 Tuloy Street album, Rockin' Down the Highway. Now, I'm sure you've heard that song over and over again, but <laughs> it was never a hit. No, it was just one of the tracks on that amazing album that produced other hits like Listen to the Music and Jesus is Just All Right. Nothing but old 45's classic rock hits. The sky is gray. Candies and tears roll down the street. The sky is gray. Candies and tears roll down the street.
mistaking the Beatles and something from the 1967 Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club album, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. The album itself hit number one in a lot of countries around the world and also produced a number of hit songs as well. Alvin is set with a classic blues song from Stevie Ray Vaughan from 1984, The Sky is Crying. The song was originally written and recorded by Elmo James in 1959 
and has been re-recorded by numerous artists. Stevie Ray Vaughan added his own flavor to the song with his amazing guitar work. Do this. Look up Elmo, spelled E-L-M-O, Elmo James, on the Internet. A lot of fascinating reading if you're a blues fan. Nothing but old 45s, classic rock hits. 1981. i 
I hope you're enjoying this edition of Classic Rock Hits on this amazing radio station. That's Stevie Nicks. And one of four hits off her Belladonna album. After the Glitter Fades made it to number 32 on the record charts in 1982 and didn't get the airplay on radio that the three other hits from that album, Stop Dragging My Heart Around, Leather and Lace, and The Edge of 17 got. But it's worth the spin on my turntables. Actually, it was good to hear it again. Stevie Nicks, of course, is best known for her work as a singer and songwriter for Fleetwood Mac. I opened the set with Blue Oyster Cult's 1981 hit, Burning For You. The song landed at number one on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Record Chart and stayed at that position for two weeks. Now, there was a five-year stretch of time between their first hit, Don't Fear the Reaper, in 1976, and Burning For You in 1981. Have you ever tried to figure out what Black Sabbath song is the best? (laughs) Don't even try. It's almost impossible to do that, but I decided to drop the needle on this Black Sabbath album track of 1970. N.I.B. The record label's just playing loud, so go ahead, turn up the volume.
that is Black Sabbath and one of their album tracks from 1970, NIB. Now, I don't know about you, but when I listened to NIB, it sounded a little bit like I was listening to another British band called Cream. Now, here's a question. Is NIB one of Black Sabbath's best songs ever? Well, that depends on a lot of things, but in my humble opinion, NIB falls into the top 10 best Black Sabbath songs. What do you think? Now, there's something to mull over during the break. Got a comedy break coming up with Weird Al Yankovic. No, it's not going to be the Michael Jackson parody. <laughs> no. He, he's done a lot, and you're going to hear something really cool coming up from Weird Al Yankovic on the comedy break. I'm Larry Cracker, your host for Classic Rockets. Be right back. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> Hot-blooded, hot-blooded 
every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Darling, you gotta let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. But you gotta let me know. Well, 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 should I stay or should I go? Since this is a show that plays classic rock hits, it was only fitting I play a Weird Al Yankovic parody song about classic rock hits. Polkas on 45 appeared on his 1984 album, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. Now, some of the classic rock song parodies included many songs you've heard on this show. Smoke on the Water from Deep Purple, L.A. Woman from The Doors, Hot Blooded from Foreigner, and many, many more. Excuse me while I whip this out. Here's another blast from the past on nothing but old 45's classic rock hits.
shop could caress and a kiss. Manic depression is a frustrating mess. No doubt. 
Yeah, there's a couple of familiar rock songs from the 1960s. 1967 to be exact. Those are the birds and their number 30 1967 hit, My Back Pages. It was originally written and recorded by Bob Dylan in 1964. It is basically a protest song, one of many Bob Dylan would write. As for the birds, My Back Pages was the last top 40 hit the L.A. group would have. I opened a set with Jimi Hendrix and something from his 1967 Are You Experienced album, Manic Depression. Now, like many of Jimi Hendrix's songs, it was never a hit. Well, as hits go, but it got a lot of airplay on radio and still does. The Are You Experienced album itself is still available for purchase online and in select stores on vinyl. Here's one to rock your butt off on Classic Rockets.
Naughty, naughty little boy. Guy by the name of John Parr and a song from him that you don't hear on radio all that much. John Parr in his 1985 number 23 hit, Naughty, Naughty. It was one of two hit records he would have in the United States, but he had many more in the UK and other countries. Not only that, he's a brilliant writer of motion picture soundtracks. He wrote the soundtracks for movies such as Three Men and a Baby and St. Elmo's Fire. I open the set with Foreigner and their 1978 song, Long, Long Way From Home. It was actually included on their debut album in 1977, and some music historians say it is an underrated song from Foreigner. Nothing but old 45's classic rock hits.
go. John Fogarty and his 1985 number 10 hit, The Old Man Down the Road. John Fogarty was the brilliant writer and lead vocalist for Creedence Clearwater Revival in the late 1960s and early 1970s, but he left CCR for a solo career in 1972, and that turned out to be pretty good as well. His biggest and most well-known song as a solo artist is a baseball song called Center Field. I know you've heard of Center Field. Hey, you hear it at the baseball parks just about all the time. Let's finish out the show with the class. Darling, you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? It's always taste, taste, taste. You're happy when I'm on my knees. One day is fine, the next is black. So if you want me off your back, well, come on and let me know. Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go, there will be trouble. Decisions bugger me. If you don't want me, set me free. Exactly whom I'm supposed to be. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Come on and let me know. Should I cool it or should I blow? The Clash and their 1982 hit, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I Stay or Should I Go was not a top 40 hit in the U.S., but in the early 1990s, the song gained popularity when it was used extensively in Levi Jeans commercials. 
Well, there you go. You learn something every day. I'm Larry Kretner, your host here for Classic Rockets. Love to hear from you on Facebook. Talk to you later.